They say small business is the backbone of America. So what's the best way to support a small business? It is to learn more about them and share with your family and friends. We interview founders from across the world who have started and scaled their business through the ups and downs, long hours, and the rewards that come from sacrificing their time to build their business. Welcome to First to Arrive, Last to Leave, the journey of an entrepreneur. All right, welcome to another episode of First to Arrive, Last to Leave. I'm Erin Greger. I'm Courtney Radloff. And today we have another very special guest. We have Jacqueline Claiborne, the CEO of ONC National. Jacqueline, welcome. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Yes, you are very technical. We were laughing because Courtney was trying to get me to send you a pin, and she's like, she's not an Apple user. I'm like, she's a network girl, I guarantee you. It's an Android. You're an Android girl, aren't you? <laughs> yes, I am. I must agree. But it's like um, I do have an Apple phone, but it's like dead, and I because <laughs> I saw your business, I'm like, oh, she's not using an Apple. I could guarantee you that. So, and now I'm curious, why not? There's like this is like an inside okay, joke that know, I don't understand. Yeah. Network girl, could you give like the high level overview of why yeah. Android's better than iPhone? That's so funny. You know, for me though, I like. To, I feel like I'm in more control of my data and what I want to you know happen and I have more choices even though I know Apple is really good for a lot of stuff and we do have some of those you know products but yeah Android all the way that's so funny I felt like an old lady because Lindsay's in here she's She's like here's how you do it she's like oh she does she must not have Apple like but she does it so (laughs) so before we tell us about your company and um, we talked earlier, you were like Goldman Sachs was several years ago now. So tell us about like network, like the whole building networks and helping companies with networks and how you got into that and then got on your own. Sure. So I'm from Arkansas and um, you can you can hear in the accent. <laughs> when I talk about Arkansas, the accent comes out a yeah. lot more. So um, my uncle actually has a company. He has a cable wiring company. And during the summer, I would come up and work as his assistant. Oh. And then, yeah, I I ended up moving here and being his executive assistant for five years, learning about the IT field. But in college, I actually used to um, be in the the automotive business. And so when I was there, I learned how to sell, how to give good customer service, systems and processes. And so I started doing that part-time and working for my uncle part-time and, you know, I wanted a little bit more and he kind of he was okay with you know his office I'm like let's let's you know open up some more offices um he didn't want to do that (laughs) (laughs) so I was just like okay well maybe I'll just kind of go into the automotive business so I was in there for 13 years I worked as a um, internet sales a sales manager finance manager operations director and for 13 years I kind of was loving it I moved from Dallas to Florida to Charlotte because they would had me move and and help different um, dealerships create their systems. But I was like, let me do something for my family. And I just decided to move back to Dallas. And I didn't start with wanting an IT company. I was going to be a consultant because I learned so much in the sales of anywhere from finance to marketing. Yeah, so that's pretty much what happened. Um, Some of my friends and family were like, oh, no, we're good. We don't want a CRM system, a customer relationship management system. We don't want that. And I'm like, well, I just 
resigned from my salary <laughs> peg plus extra bonus job, you know. And I said, you know, if I can do it for them, I can start this from scratch because, you know, that's what sales is. You you work 100% off a of commission. And I ended up, you know, just starting it, getting our company certified as a woman-owned business. Yes. And just kind of moving from there. It wasn't easy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> But you just got to roll your sleeves up and just continue to believe and take a step forward, you know? So that's kind of how I started. How did you figure out what services to provide? And like, because it sounds like you're pretty specific, but how did you, was that always the case or were you broad and tightened it up? Well, you know, something about car people, they're horrible. They want to add accessories and stuff. (laughs) So I'm always looking for different rims of income. So we started with structured cabling where we just run the cable wiring And then we just started pivoting into managed services or doing AV work um, and and just stuff like that. So basically what I like to do with my clients is actually sit down and tailor package things for them, figure out what their needs are, and then kind of help them with their needs. I don't necessarily have to know how to do it. I just have to know how to get it done. And that's what I think my strength is, is just figuring out the puzzle and getting things done. I love that. And it seems like that little bit of entrepreneurial spirit happened by you coming out and helping your uncle. Mm -hmm. What were some of the things like going into college? Did you take that information and go, I'm going to be an entrepreneur or you what were you studying then? You know, um, actually, I went to school for performing arts. Oh, um, really? Yeah, so in field, I love this. I have a podcast media studio at my oh, office. Good. Oh, my gosh. I really love that. But what made me actually do it was I was afraid to speak in public. Mm-hmm. And I just got to the point where I was like, you know what? I'm going to face my fears. Um, so that's, that's partially it. Another thing is I come from an entrepreneurial background of family. My mom um, had her own beauty salon when I was like, 10 I'm like thank you for calling and da 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 you know yes. how can I help you so she taught me that my grandfather um he used to have a company where all of the sons and the daughters we kind of worked up and granddaughters worked up and learned from that so I think it's in my blood yeah <laughs> yeah sure sounds like it for sure and how the whole like especially women I'm going to say this we are not the best at delegating a lot of times we're like a so I would love to see hear about your perspective of as you expand, this is very technical stuff. And I mean, I'm assuming when, if you, even if you know how to do this on this technical side, this is a whole other, um, you know, cabling versus you know, all these other things. So how are you finding the right people and putting those people in place to do these, do all this work for you where you can just be that salesperson? Well, you know, that's such a good question. (laughs) You know, I think it's just the combination of me working with my uncle and then me being in the automotive business. Because in the automotive business, you have to pivot a lot. Mm -hmm. And you have to just get down to what is the the client trying to accomplish. And you have to know a little bit about everything. Before I was able to hire subcontractors or employees, I literally had to get out there and run the cable myself. One of yeah, can you believe that? One of our I don't do that anymore. <laughs> but one of our largest clients found out about us um, on Google, and they were like, "Hey, I'm not going to mention their names." <laughs> they were like, "Hey, we need some fiber uh, terminated. Uh, we need this emergency done uh, tomorrow. Can you send someone?" I was like, "Absolutely." You know, at the time, time, we didn't have a fiber, you know, a fiber person on our staff. 
However, I do know how to troubleshoot because really that's what it is. It's just mm-hmm. trying to figure out. I'm like, okay, it could be a number of things. I literally went out there, um, you know, and troubleshooted, and we were able to figure out, okay, what's what was wrong with it. And now that client brings us in nearly $2 million a year, wow. and it's growing. So we're actually putting a team together because they're like, listen, we have a year's worth of work that we need y'all to do in six months. And we're like, okay, great. So it's a combination of things. I used to play sports, so you got to stay on your toes. You yeah. And you got to be a forward thinker um, and just have a – um, a can-do attitude and in a servant's heart like so as far as like finding new people I think it comes down to the culture of our company our mission our value our core values are very important for me and so when we're interviewing we try to match and align those things up something that we also do is something that's called culture index mm-hmm. so we yeah. we do a culture index survey and it kind of helps us understand work behaviors to personal behaviors. It even helped me as a leader because, oh, my culture index, I think my EU number is like a 57 and you, the highest you can get is a 60. And that's like your endurance to continue to work. And I was like, why is everyone so slow? I don't understand. Uh, but now I'm like, oh, because their EU number is this, but this is their talent. And so this is my talent. So now it kind of helps us, you know, arrange our people, put the right people in the right place. Um, It's a book that I like to listen to um, and read. It's called um, Traction by Gino Wickman. Yeah. So the EOS system, that really helped me a lot because my brain and everything was everywhere. But it helps you align, you know, your business. Um, And with those two things, we were able to hire a really phenomenal um, operations, um, our COO, and she has a lot of strengths that I don't. So we have to hire for our weaknesses. Mm-hmm. And um, before I'm like, oh, well, we're we're good, we're alive. Yeah. No, you really want to hire for your weaknesses. Um, something that she's really good at is operations and processes and procedures and systems. And so now I'm not like, oh, our people are slow. They're not. They're very talented. But it was slowing me down because I can process those things a lot lot faster. And they process stuff faster than me in in their talent. Mm -hmm. But it's just finding, you know, the balance and getting the people with the right attitude as well. Yeah. Yeah. As you can see, I'm long-winded. No, 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 that's it about some. Believe me, I'd much rather have long-winded than, like, yeah, I hire. (laughs) You Okay. No, 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 it's great. Um, Okay, so... You came back to Dallas and then you started your own business. What was like, how did you ramp up? Were you, was this a side hustle or you were like, nope, just going to hit the ground running? You know what I did? Um, When I was at my previous job, I knew that it wasn't fulfilling me, but I knew I couldn't just quit my job. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to give them the very best that I have while I'm at work. And in my off time, I'm going to slowly work on building the foundation so what I started doing is um, when I would come home, sometimes it would be 10, 11 o'clock at night. You know, I was like, okay, I'm going to take 30 minutes today and I'm going to work on this. So we started with just creating the, getting the paperwork. And, and yeah. then after that, the certifications. Then after that, I started working on the website. So I did all of that stuff before I even started the company. And I was like, I'm just going to do a little bit at a time. Yeah. Because if we just take one step in front of the other, we'll eventually get to our goals, you know. Yeah. 
I love it. You just seem though like I love your attitude from a perspective of there's so many people that are like, I don't know how to grow or I don't know what to do. Mm-hmm. And I feel like you're all right, I just need to make some more calls or I need to get out a little bit more. Like there's not a I don't know what to do. Like you're just like, I got this. Mm-hmm. Like and it sound I mean, working in the car industry, I'm sure you taught that. Did it did it change for you going from the car industry working for versus this is my own thing where there's a different fire under you or is it just the same the same person across? Well, that's a really good question. Um, so when I initially decided to move away, I was like, Oh, it's not gonna be anything different. I can do this. I worked off of a hundred percent commission. Yeah. You know, um, so it's still that aspect because we do have to perform and service our clients. Um but the difference that I'm finding now is I have to become a better leader. At one time, I thought I was a really good leader. I'm like, I'm leading my team here. I'm doing this. But now I'm like, oh, I have to elevate and I have to continue to grow and learn different things. So that's yeah. been the biggest um, focus for me is just learning how to be a better leader and lead people. Um, I tell our team that it's in a servant's heart. So that that's me. Like I tell our team, I'm here to serve you guys. I'm here to serve our clients in our community. So that's really important. And it goes back to really the core values. I had to realign the core values that I would like for our company to stand for and just stick towards those core values. Uh, what else has changed for you to become a better leader? Like what else did you have to do? A great question. <laughs> You know, so I'm steadily now in present day growing as a leader. Um, It's been a big transition to actually hire a COO for our company Mm -hmm. and let go of the vine like traction in Gina Wickman's book says, you know, I was like, I'm not going to have a problem letting go of the vine. (laughs) And and we've had a couple of conversations privately between the COO and myself. And she's like, hey, Jacqueline. Do you mind if I talk to you for a minute? <laughs> and I'm like, well, what do you want me to do? I mean, I don't know. You're like grasping onto it. I'm good. <laughs> I didn't realize that I was going to be like that because I was just like, oh, no, we need a COO. And so now I'm just learning to trust our team. And, and that's actually helping me evolve as a leader because I think that you can lead up. And um, I think that she's helping me to be a better leader. Um, so... So that's the struggle that we're currently going through right now. <laughs> but, you know, I am letting go of the vine, and I do trust her, her her leadership. And then you have to give your team the ability to work in their talent. So mm-hmm. I'm learning at this point that I have to step back and realign my focuses, you know, for the company. And now I can be the real visionary and figure out what we're going to do the next five years, the next 10, the next 25, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I'm speaking it. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> Yeah. So I take that you have a plan. Yeah. And, you know, Goldman and Sachs 10,000 Small Business Program has been just phenomenal. Um, So they helped you with your growth plan. And I was like, okay, well, we did that. And I was like, well, I got everything that I needed. Now I'm working on our next growth plan. I'm working on my exit strategy. Mm. Your exit strategy doesn't necessarily mean that um, you're not going to, you know, you're going to sell your business. You can still keep your business. But it's like working on that exit strategy. And before I started the company, I didn't even think about that, you know. But now I'm like, okay, well, what is my exit strategy? And so with that COO, I want to create other realms of income. And I also want to help other entrepreneurs. That's so important to me. I, I love it. It's such a passion. 
And that's one of the things, again, that I liked about um, Goldman and Sachs is that we all connect together. Mm -hmm. And if we connect together, we grow together. Um, I was so fortunate and so blessed um, this week to be on a focus group for Mm -hmm. Goldman and Sachs. They have had over 13,000 graduates from the program, and it was a, it was less than 10 um, people that were representing the Goldman and Sachs 10,000 Small Business Program. Wow. So it was like, wow, I have a voice, and I can help impact the future Goldman and Sachs and the previous alumni. So that's such a blessing. Mm, I, I love it. Yeah, it's um, passing the baton. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and I always say, like, too, about the exit strategy – a lot of people think it's the extra strategy to leave. And mm-hmm. my the, the example I always give, it's like getting your house ready to a point to sell. Mm-hmm. Like you enjoy it, right? You don't have to sell it. But a lot of times when you get those little things fixed, you get the remodeling done you want and you can actually enjoy It's the like same with the business. When you get it to a place that it it's viable or you can exit from it, it's much more enjoyable business because you're you're out of it versus they need me and I have to be here every day and I have to be part of this. Like it's, I, that's how I always, you know, look at that place. Yeah, that absolutely. And and I share these thoughts with our team as well. And what I like to do is one-on-ones with our team and figure out what their vision is. Cause that's what I learned in the automotive business in the background, the way my parents raised me is to have a servant's heart. So I want to make sure ONC National aligns with our team's personal goals as well. So what's important to you, you know, getting your kids through college or doing this, you know, starting a business of your own. I even encourage that in our company. Wow. I'm like, how can I help you? You know, how can we team up? Because, like, you don't want to come to work and be miserable. And for some years in the automotive business, it was miserable for me. Mm-hmm. And some years it was very joyful. But the years that it was joyful was based off of the leadership that I had, mm-hmm. you know, and they helped encourage me. And I have to give a shout out to Mike Rasmussen. Um, he was my um, one of my gray bosses in Dallas. And then he moved me to Florida and then to Charlotte. So he kind of took me under his wing. I remember one day fresh in his dealership. And I went up and talked to him, and I was like, well, I want to learn how to do your job. And he said, really? (laughs) He said, I'll do everything that I can to show you how to do my job. And that's what he did. And that's why I was so blessed to work with him in those three different states. And I still talk to him to this day. He still is an advisory um, sounding board for me. And I want to do that for our team. But he helped me. Um, develop in the vision and my future vision of what I wanted and I want to give that same thing back to our team I think that's beautiful I love <laughs> I, it so but yeah I love that you ask for what you want yeah yeah you know you have to speak it you yeah it. and I do daily meditations and it's about having like a positive attitude because we can really manifest whatever we want you know you'd be amazed at mm-hmm. just speaking what you want because a lot of times we focus on what we don't want so we're manifesting more of that. And so I try to sit down the first 10, 15 minutes of the day, last 10 or 15 minutes of the night, and just center myself. Because, you know, when you go to sleep, your subconscious is still working. Yeah. So it's just like, okay, we're going to focus on positive, you know, affirmations and, and stuff like that. What's your what's your favorite affirmation? Oh, see, you <laughs> <laughs> Um, You know what? My, it goes back to my mom. Believe in the magic of your dreams. Ooh. Yeah, and then I have another one, just jump. 
like so my dad would say that um, my mom would always say believe in the magic of your dreams when we were little so they were they were putting that in our in our mind and my dad I would be afraid to make a decision and he's like baby just jump he was like you're gonna figure it out who are you going to? Yeah, or are you going to? Yeah. yeah. But either way, you're learning. Exactly. Yeah. Like, if you don't fail, like, how do you learn? You, you know? No, that's so right. And Mike Rasmussen would always say, Jackie, you never can connect the dots when you're moving forward. But if you turn around, you're always able to connect the dots. That was something that was very powerful for me. Yeah. Because it was a lot of times I was just like, why am I still working here? I'm so miserable. I don't, I don't really like it. And then now... I'm turning around. I'm like, oh, I had to do this. So now I know how to manage my accounting department. I went through this because I needed to know how to manage our marketing and our internet um, and all of these other things. So it's like really everything is a part of your greater purpose and you just have to connect the dots. And sometimes you can't connect them moving forward. You have to turn around and reflect. Yeah. Oh, that just gave me the chills. I love that so much. <laughs> so what's been hard? Like you've you made it sound like I'm gonna guess it hasn't been smooth sailing. Oh yeah, like, sure. What have been a couple of things that maybe you didn't anticipate that you had to overcome, and you know it's been a, it's made, it made business challenging. You know what? I'm gonna say your team and your employees. Right. I remember listening to this lady. I think she um, owned a company called Point to Point Security or something like that. I think she sold it, but she had a company. She said, oh, you just have to get the right team. And then, like, at the time when they're speaking, you're yeah. like, well, of course you got to get Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but it's like after you kind of go through that experience, you understand how do you get the right team. First, you have to figure out what exactly you need. You want to make sure that now your your culture has to be in alignment. Um, I would say that it, it was basically putting a good team together. Um, now I can say that I feel quite fortunate and blessed that our team has the same passion that, that I have about the company. Um, and, it, and that was hard because some people just, they don't have passion and maybe they don't care. But it goes back to setting the foundation for your company. And I started reflecting on our core values, like how do we want to treat our clients? And, we, and that doesn't mean that we do everything right, but guess what? We try to, and, and if even if we, we don't, we try to go back and fix those things. But it's about having a personable relationship and just working through the hard times. But I would definitely say finding the right team. <laughs> and it's a science. You have to, you know, get your onboarding together, you know, your culture index. Um, and do a lot of one-on-ones. You got to care about people, you know? That's that's a big thing. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So we talked a little bit about the program, but what was the initial, like, what made you go to Goldman Sachs? Like, how did you hear about it? Mm-hmm. You know, I actually heard about the Goldman and Sachs 10,000 Small Business Program through one of our um, partners, actually. Um, and when I say partners, they actually do the same thing that we do. Mm-hmm. I met them through a certification. We were getting a minority certification. And they called and said, hey, you know, Jacqueline, I know you just love to learn stuff. <laughs> you know, I think Goldman and Sachs will be great for you. And um, Natasha Harris from Goldman and Sachs, she called me. We did the onboarding. And and that's how I found out about it. And I continue to go do speaking engagements for them mm-hmm. because it's it's been such a great opportunity for me in helping me grow. 
um, in 2019 and 2020, like all Americans and everyone across the world, it was very hard, mm -hmm. you know? Um, what made us quite fortunate was our partnership with Goldman and Sachs. Um, we were able to partner with different businesses and brainstorm. We still have mastermind meetings and all of that. So that, that really helped our, you know, our company. So I'm forever rooting for Goldman and Sachs. <laughs> yeah, that was a small business program. How did your business change? So what did your business look like going in versus coming out? You know, it was a it was a multitude of changes. I think something that helped me is when I went through the program. After that, I took the information that I learned and I went back and taught it to our team. Mm -hmm. um, it made me be more of a forward thinker mm -hmm. um, and, uh, and strategize um, because they touch every point. They touch yeah. finances, marketing, legal, any processes and procedures, which was my favorite yeah <laughs> I'm all about the processes and procedures but um yeah I, I would just say just having a sounding board and because you don't know what you don't know and and now you're around multi, a multitude of business owners and not just with your co cohort right. you actually have access to all the 13,000 cohorts that are yeah. in the United States we have an app I've worked with other people in different cities and states based off of that app, mm -hmm. but we all are rowing in the same direction. So that's been really, really great for me is mm -hmm. to row in the same direction. I like We're that analogy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cause it can be lonely. Like it, or you feel like I'm the only one dealing with this. Yeah. That was so huge because sometimes, sometimes your family might, I don't understand. Uh-huh. And um, I think that that was something that really helped me in my mind is all of us, we understand. Mm -hmm. And it's like, okay, now we, we got someone to lean on, we yeah. can talk to, and we're a family and a team. So that was a very great point. That helped me a lot. Yeah. It's mm -hmm. awesome. Bungie Rapid Fire? Yeah. You want to, all right, we'll do some, Well, actually, let's do this before we wanted to do that. But you go ahead. Okay. No, but rapid fire, but before that, what's next for you? Oh, yeah. Like, what's what's I on the horizon? That. You know, the next thing is to start working more in our podcast media room and putting out more content. I'll have to have I'll you vote for that. Yeah. Yes. Yes. That'd be so fun. Yeah. yeah. That's the next thing. And then just kind of figuring out what is our vision for the next 10 years? We're starting to work on those things and put different things in place. Like, you know, some of our teammates, um, they have children. So I want to start working on, you know, putting money aside for them to help their children get through college or wow. you know, invest awesome. in their dreams. So that's that's the big thing for me next. I just want to get to the point where I'm able to give back a lot more. That's awesome. What's yeah. your sweet spot for your client? We didn't ask that. Like well, you know what? This is the horrible thing about me because <laughs> I'm like um, in sales. Well, that was mostly my background. It's like I like to start different divisions and just serve, you know. Um, right now we work with a lot of general contractors. Okay. Uh, and then we work with rather regular business to business, you know, clients as well. But it's just the client that's commercial. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, you know, um, maybe a small to mid-sized business. That's pr that's pretty much a, a sweet spot for yeah. us. Okay. And they, okay. That's good to know. But yeah. All right. All right. Rapid fire. Are you ready? Okay. Uh, your favorite beverage? Hmm. Let's see. You know what? Um, <laughs> right now I'm into water. <laughs> 
That's the average. Yeah. <laughs> you do need a lot of water, but you know what? Gatorade. I like the the grape flavor. Um, the zero Gatorade zero. Mm-hmm. Best Gatorade is always a good one. <laughs> yeah. Been a minute. Uh, best advice you've ever been given. You know what? Just like my mom said, to believe in the magic of your. Dream. I love that. I've never yeah. heard that before, and I love it. You just have to believe in yourself because sometimes we don't and sometimes we, we talk in our head. But if you just believe in the magic of your dreams and keep moving forward, you eventually get to where you need to be. Mm. Yeah, it's so true. true. Mm-hmm. I love that. Uh, if you could have dinner with anyone. You know, I just really enjoy having dinner with my family and friends. Um, I work a ton. And then and so my brothers, they like to cook. So we have cook offs. It's being like we could cook better than each other. So that's so fun because you know I grew up with a really tight family, so we all like to cook. So anything family gathering, cook-offs, we're competing against each other. I love that. Do you pick like a topic or a ingredient, like a theme? Yeah. You know what? It just kind of depends. Um. So with 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 my brother Brandon, he thinks that he can cook. So it doesn't matter if he can cook better than me or I can cook better than him. We're always like, oh, no, you can't beat me. My brother, um, Brian, see, the only time he cooks is when none of us are going to cook. And he has to be starving to cook, you know. <laughs> My sister, Ashley, she likes to bake. So she makes a lot of stuff from scratch. Um, AJ, he likes to, you know, he'll go barbecue and cook some really great food. And Jackson, he's just all talented. He will get in the kitchen and just cook anything. So all of us kind of learned how to cook. So six. Mm-hmm. Can you believe it? Are they here? or You know what? Every single stop. one of them are here. We all. That's awesome. Yeah, we all moved up here from Dallas at different times. We went to different colleges and stuff here. But yeah, all of us now are here. I oh, love that. You wish you had a cool family. Let me tell you, and <laughs> you're so funny. It's four of us that work in the business. <laughs> Oh, they work in your biz? Like, yeah. where, oh, what? Oh. Ashley, he, uh, my sister. That's a whole twist. I know. <laughs> I, yeah, I was like, that, that was one of that the one. omen and sex things that we were working on. I'm like, how do you work with family? It was very challenging at mm-hmm. first. But what happened was um, I had to understand their talent. Um, like one of my brothers, I wanted them to literally um, estimate, estimate, estimate. But they don't like estimating. They like to install the networking. Mm. So I was like, I had to grow as a leader. So that's why I'm saying we have to evolve constantly as a leader mm-hmm. and be a leader of people and understand what their desires are and their talents. Um, but 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 yeah, that's that's pretty much it. So food, any food, any meal with family. I love it. It's so simple. It has. Yeah. Um, your morning routine. You know, so I get up in the morning, and um, I typically, the first thing that I do, I'll probably go wash my face, brush my teeth, and then I'll go into my meditation area, and I will light a candle. It's the candle from Bath and Body Works, the stress relief. So you wouldn't think that I would want that day early in the morning, but sometimes it's a lot of stress that starts first day. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I get up and I do that, and I start in gratitude. And I'm like, I'm thankful for this. Thank you for this. Because when you start at those high vibrations, it just makes your whole day a lot easier. So that's my, oh, and I drink water. Yeah. I love it. You're making me want to take, skip coffee. It's too hard right now. Uh, What are you currently reading? 
Hmm, you know what? I actually just got this this book. Okay, so I cheat sometimes and I do an audio book. That's not reading. cheating. That's reading. Okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. Straight okay. up. Good. <laughs> you know what's, what's, um, what is wrong with me is I will buy the audio book and then I'll buy oh, the 100%. other set. Yes, because like I need a hot yes, I need it. Yes. I'll do that. I'll do that. Well, you know, if I loved a book, if I like get it on audio and then have to buy the, the yes. physical book of it. I'm yes. like, dang, we're doing double the sales. Yeah. So I do that. But you know, one of my good friends, Sari, she was like, Jackie, you should read this book. I will teach you to be rich. Oh, so, yeah. Yes. So I'm sorry. This is the book that I'm I'm reading right now. Cool. And her and her husband are so phenomenal. They're such great mentors. They actually sold their business um, about a year and a half ago for a very good profit margin. <laughs> I, won't, I won't put their business on blast, but, you know, they've been mentoring me a lot. And that's what I like about us as entrepreneurs getting together mm-hmm. and just, you know, because we all go through the same thing. Yeah. We just may have a couple of different commas, you know, in our bank account, but it's the same journey. It really is. So she was, we were talking about investment and stuff. And she yeah. was like, you know, this is a really good friend. You should read that book. So that's what I'm reading. Yeah. I love that. He's got a show on Netflix now. Yeah, and he yeah, does. Where he's he like does. helping people. I just, yep. I seen all eight episodes. Okay. <laughs> I haven't watched it yet. Mm-hmm. Who is it? Remit. Yeah. Remit. What's yeah. 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 Uh, Top bucket list item. You know what? I'm so proud of myself because for so many years I said, you know what? I'm going to travel out of the country but if you don't have your um your passport how you gonna travel out of the country yeah so i went and got my passport and i'm super excited so now i'm starting to kind of put a plan of action together on where i want to travel oh good so you have to take actionable steps you know Mm -hmm. for so many years i was like oh i'm gonna travel well how you gonna travel if you don't have your passport where's your first spot for stop you know what? I want to go a couple of different places. I was talking to my friend because she teaches um, out of the country. So, like, Dubai mm-hmm. and Paris. Yes. You know, I want to see London. Yes. Yeah. You know, I saw all ones. I want to see the pyramids. It's a lot of stuff. So, I'm I'm planning it out over the next year to two years on where I'm going to go. Oh, I'm excited to hear. Mm-hmm. Yeah, where you which, go. Yeah, which the first one is. Paris is amazing. So, is London. Uh, what's your guilty pleasure? This is horrible. I eat like ice cream, the Oreo ice cream. So either I, that's not horrible. Oh my goodness! Like it's horrible if you eat the whole thing. No, like uh, I did that in about a day and a half. I can't have it in my house because of that reason. Because I, if it's there, it's like oh, a little spoonful here, a little spoonful there, and then yeah. suddenly it's gone. Okay, but have you seen these like ninja ice cream makers that like everybody's and they're putting like. They're putting. Have you seen protein? these things? Uh-uh. They're putting protein powder in and like Jello or something like yes. pudding. And then they're like, this only is two hundred and sixty-four calories and like high in protein. High in protein. And they're like blending it up and it looks amazing. And then you go and look and you're like, that um, little ninja thing is one hundred and seventy-four dollars. Right. And is it really good or is it just protein powder? So like, I mean, yeah. So this is what's funny is I've been seeing this on TikTok and like I told my husband, my birthday's in September. I'm like, I know what I want for my birthday. I want the Ninja Creamer. And then I asked him the other day and I'm like, what do you want for Father's Day? He's like, I don't know. I'm like, would you like a ninja cream? <laughs> I'm like, can we get that for you? Would you like that for your for Father's Day? Because I'd like to buy you that. Like, if you like that, this thing is amazing. Like they put like they make pumpkin ice cream, yeah. and the, but they make healthier versions of it. And then oh, you just wow. you freeze it, and then you pop it up, and it makes it this perfect texture. Oh wow, my sister will love this. She's all into the hill. Yeah. 
Well, I've, I've, they make Oreo cookies. Oh, they make it. I mean, obviously okay. you're putting some Oreos in there, right? But it's like a healthier milk versus whole milk. So you're like trying to not. Well, I thought. And you don't have to make it healthy either. No, I even saw they um, they put Kendall. Is it Kendall Tool? She's from Peloton. I, I, I love her. She did one where like she slipped in like the Oreo thins. I was like, girl, you still put an Oreo in there. I love you, but that, like, yeah. like here it goes. I'm like, yeah. and it blends up, and it's like, just looks like magic. Yeah. And the thing is, yes. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, totally, and none of this thing. And I went to buy it one day, and they were sold out. And then I'm like, I'll just wait for it for my birthday. And now I think it could be a great Father's Day I gift. So I'm going to lead into that. <laughs> I see you running down the stairs, opening it for him. Well, I got you. Yeah, let's open it. Open it. Open it. I've got some ingredients. Open it. Let's see. Pre-prep. Yeah. All right. So, if somebody were to get a hold of you, find out more, connect with you, where is the best place for them to go? So they can go to our website at www.oncnational.com. Um, our my direct cell phone number is four six nine. Oh, you're brave. I know, right? <laughs> four six. Okay, well, she, no, no, no. She, no, she just got, got a great tone. Yeah, too. I know. And my personal number. You is. won't be that flooded. You're good. You're good. <laughs> right. Um, four six nine two five four four five four two. Okay, awesome. And we'll put that on our notes page over at first to arrive, last to leave. Thank you so much for coming in today. Thank you. This has been great. I really appreciate you guys inviting me. Well, thank you for being here.